Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here, Elon Daly, part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. It's a network of shows. It's January 7th. It's 2020. And the reason I say it's January 7th, 2020 is because it's January 7th, 2020. Let's do a few letters, shall we? A few letters to start things off and then some really interesting newsy items. And first of all, I got a really interesting letter from Nikola Tesla. And it says this, hello, I'm Nikola Testa. I was testing my wireless power transmitter and somehow moved forward through time by about 125 years. I am typing this into a machine that is like a typewriter, but characters show up on a piece of glass. This guy named Tom W made it so that what I type will go to your slate of glass from this slate of glass. He was listening to you through a speaker and a smaller glass thing that he calls a phone. But it doesn't look like a phone. It has pictures and stuff. Why are you talking about me? Am I going to invent a car? Well, Nikola Tesla, no, you didn't invent a car, but you became a very famous scientist who worked with current electricity. And then another famous guy, many years, hundreds of years later, 125 years later, would start a car company based on a lot of your principles. Okay, but thank you for calling in. That must have taken a lot of effort. That indeed was a letter from a Nikola Tesla. I'm not sure if it's a deep fake, though. We've been talking about the ongoing disaster in Australia, and I got an email here from Trevor Sparing. Spearing. Sorry, Trev, mate. Sorry, mate. Anyway, he's in his car. He's in his Model 3, and the car is reporting that it is a balmy 48 degrees Celsius. That's about 120 degrees Fahrenheit. He's over there in the Australias in Newcastle, New South Wales. And uh, the fires there are just so bad. I just got a video from a friend of mine. And the fire just coming through their house, through their territories, through just unbelievable. Like a hurricane, a hurricane of fire. Frightening. Another email here from somebody whose name's not there. I know, I've got to go fix the site. I do the website now, which is a disaster because I don't have time. Um, but I don't have anybody to pay to do it. Um, and it basically says, how do I listen to the show in my Model 3? I can't figure it out. Well, we are on Spotify. We are on TuneIn. We're on iHeartRadio. And we're on iTunes. So one of those puppies should be on your Model 3. So go check that puppy out. Or you can listen on your phone and then just mirror it to the car. But probably most people have Spotify or TuneIn. And we are on those puppies as the Talking Tesla network of shows. Let it hear from Steve Thane, I think it is. And he, we were talking about you know how long until all cars become electric. And he's like, one of the key things you need to track here is the investment in battery production for non-Tesla batteries. It says that uh, this is extraordinary and growing fast. And of course, we need this capacity because you're not going to get to an all EV future until all the car manufacturers are on board. So that's the metric. So Tesla will grow and grow and grow. But you've really got to look at what's happening with the uh, other car manufacturers. And he was also saying in the EU, there's basically, it sounds like a mandate that the car manufacturers there have electric vehicles. I don't know how many. We sort of have that here, but it's pretty weak. And so that's going to be a big game changer. And then he was talking about sort of a friend. You had a girlfriend who didn't care about EVs at all until she drove one. And then it was like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm talking about. To me, that's the biggest thing. Like just my buddy Stuart, you know, uh, been friends for a long time. He got a Model 3 and he's like, I can't drive another car now. When I get into any other car, it feels broken. This is exactly the experience that everybody that drives, particularly a Tesla, but it's true of lots of electric cars. As you get in there, the acceleration, it's just, 
it's really hard to go back. Even though the Tesla at the low end is still a pretty expensive car, we're talking 35, 45, 55,000, whereas you can get into a Camry around 25,000. If you get in drive a Camry and then get into a Model 3, it's just an, the experience is completely different. It's like the Camry is broken, even though that's a really good car. So that's why people like Robert spend a lot of time and effort going do these drive electric days to get as many people as they can just drive around for a little bit because that really pushes people into getting new cars. Now, one of the other things that's going to be huge, big and large is that Tesla Adi and others are reporting that on January 7th, is that today? What? That they're going to announce Model 3s in China. So like now they're going out to the public. But apparently they're also going to announce Model Y. Now, I assume they're just going to say officially, yes, we are going to build Model Ys in the Chinese Gigafactory, but they might put a date on it. And that date might be significantly before they do it here in the US. I don't think so because the prototypes are all here in the US and I still think they're tweaking that. But I wouldn't be surprised once it's pens down and they're done that Gigafactory 3 China is able to produce the Model Y faster than they can here in the US. So we might have this situation where the Chinese are getting Model Y and Model 3, and we are still not getting Model Y here in the US. It's going to be super interesting to see what they say. Oh, and I can confirm I'm actually looking at an electric article now. So January 7th, Gigafactory 3 in Shanghai, they're going to be doing uh, more deliveries to the first customers, and they are going to be doing some statement about the fact of Model Y. Oh, I'm so interested. Well, I'll find out today. But it's interesting here, Fred Lambert, who writes so many of these electric articles, thinks that they're going to outline the timeline for Model Y and that it should be about six months behind Fremont. I'm going to say no, not six months behind Fremont, because I just think that they are so able to produce the buildings and the cars they've shown in China faster than the US. Okay, I might be wrong in saying that they'll be ahead because they're doing all the testing and stuff here in California. But I think once they've got pins down... I think if you gave the, the two groups, the US group and the Chinese group, uh, with the fact that the Chinese have uh, less overhead in terms of having to do the right thing for the environment or whatever it is, you've got to go through the inspection process and stuff. I bet you the Chinese group can beat the American group to production. I'm going to say, first model Y comes off the line in China before it does in the US. How's that? How is that? How's that? Oh yeah, that was an Australian song back in the day. Let's take you out with how's that? And we'll speak at you tomorrow. So much going on. Oh, SpaceX launched in about three hours. My time should have occurred last night. 60 more Starlinks. One, just one of those Starlinks is going to be in matte black. And we're going to be following along that story about whether that makes a difference to your vision of the night sky with the Starlink satellites, which in the current form are a bit more reflective than people like and are affecting particularly the astronomers. So matte black, we're hoping, fixes the problem. Talk to you tomorrow. You told me I was the one your head on done and for a while